All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Better. I am Dr. John Duffy, and joining me here co-hosting is the Julie. lovely Julie Duffy. Hi, honey. <laughs> Hi. And here we go. Kaleidoscope of emotions. The kaleidoscope <laughs> of emotions that is the post-graduation week. Yeah, Our George, son, George, yeah. just graduated from college. Unreal. Yeah. Not middle school, not high school. College, man. Yeah. The last one. Yeah. The last tassel's been twisted. It's <laughs> happened. It's unbelievable, yeah, man. Yeah, as far as we know. Yeah. No, it was um, so fun. Excellent weekend. Yeah. Beautiful weekend in Bloomington. Um, the limestone was bright and shiny yep. across oh, campus. The place was a bloom. Is that a word? It was a bloom. <laughs> it was a bloom. Oh, no. it, it, so it's one and two words. <laughs> That's the bonus of a bloom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was beautiful weekend. We had a great time. We had the business school graduation on Friday night. Um, we had the pomp and the circumstance. We had both. Yeah. Dinner with great friends and family before that. And then Kelly School graduation where it's a little bit smaller. So they, they say, the, say the names. They walk across the stage. And and their names are called. And this, this shows up on a big screen. It's a big deal. Everybody's iPhone It's a graduation out. thing. It's yeah. a graduation Typical thing. thing. You, you know this kind of thing. Yes. But, but because there's so many kids, they have to write their name on a card and then they give it to the person who actually then reads the name. So as you point out, Julie, plenty of names were butchered mercilessly. Yeah, there was a lot of flubs. <laughs> you did not like that. Well, that's kind of a huge fail because, you know, people f- have traveled miles and there's grandparents and uh, and you just want to hear your kid's name pronounced correctly. Right, right. It's kind of really all some people are going to get. So... So, I think that's no small thing. And in the midst of the deadly boredom of an hour of names being read, um, George and Julie and I realize, oh, we can make up some names and just text them to each other. Yeah. So why don't we do that? So we made up some funny names. My favorite that I thought was super funny was Caitlyn Jenner West, which I Hilarious. think I got. Not, I don't know if I got enough juice for that. Well, I didn't catch the West part until uh, later. That was hilarious. George's coup, I think, was... 11. Yeah. yeah. So we were texting names back and forth um, to add to the names of the graduates, and we were cracking ourselves up. Yep. So that was fun. Um, and then uh, the next day was graduation, big graduation. Yeah. It was a beautiful morning. It was. Uh, we were all going to walk, but then the kiddos. So John drops a car off at George's house, which is just a few blocks from the hotel, because we're going to have the party there later. And when he gets there, no one's, everyone's still there. There's no gowns in sight. They were supposed, oh no no no! Wait wait. We thought they were supposed there to be were gowns. There, there. We thought they were supposed to be there at 7:30 a.m., which is a half an hour was a half an hour before this. So it's 8 a.m. We think they're probably you know long gone. You but drop the, the car off, and right. they are all still there. So I get over there. George <laughs> says, um, in his cryptic way, you know, George usually doesn't text with much emotion. He says, "Yeah, can you come and take us?" You know, kind of. Can you bring us over to the stadium so we don't have yeah. to walk over there? So I go over to his house. And he and his roommates, um, there are gowns present. They're around. Um, a couple of guys are wearing gowns, but they're open. And there's some boxers. There's no, <laughs> there's no pants. I don't, I don't remember any pants. But there were, there was boxers and a tie, shorts, um, a gown. There were some sashes and whatnot, <laughs> and a couple of mortarboards. Just willy nilly. But this stuff was kind of scattered, and we're really. Hanging out and chatting, kind of. It was of. kind of funny because 
that was honestly the word that the kids were supposed to be there at 7.30, which she knew was going to be kind of dicey in a million ways. But on the elevator down, you know, I, I, I'm up at 6.15, fresh as a daisy, and, you know, happy and all ready, getting all ready to go, have my coffee. And so when I come down the elevator, it was funny because a dad, one dad was like, uh, yeah, I was just over at my son's house, and uh, he's still in bed. And, another, and then a mom is like, yeah, my daughter just called me and said, do I have to go? <laughs> oh, there was a lot so, of that, by the way, at George's house. Yeah, there, there was a lot of like, apart. would anyone know, really, right. if we weren't there yeah. in this crowd of thousands, yeah. you know? And the truth was, no. It's a little early. But then there was a little bit of peer pressure, like, dude, we got to go. It's only going to happen once in our lives, man. Let's go. <laughs> Um, so we got them all there. We got them all there. We walked. And then Ryan, Ryan calls. Tough now. This is a friend of George's. Okay. And Ryan says, uh, "Dude, I'm here. I'm at the stadium. Nobody's here. I'm going back to my. I'm going back to my house. I'm going to pre-party." <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, like people are actually at the venue they're supposed to and be leaving? at the time they're supposed oh, to even be know there that. and leaving. All right. This sounds like a hot mess, but it was. It was not. It was delightful and. Um, funny and we all got there and we ended up sitting uh right so we ended up sitting um by the kelly business students and after moving once right and george happened to be on the very end of the row so literally he was right in front of us we were about eight rows up and he was right in front of us so we could we could see the expression on his face so out that of, made out it of super thousands fun. of graduates George was probably the closest one yeah. to us, just inadvertently. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Because we had to kind of, since we moved um, from our original spot, when we realized we were all the way across the stadium from the Kelly grads, we squeezed in to this row. There were eight of or nine of us. and um, I mean, yeah. we didn't pay anybody right to leave, so we could sit close <laughs> to George. We didn't even do that, so no, we just happened funny. to be close to George, right next to George, right near him. Anyway. No, we were just uh, happy to be... Um, next to George, and the ceremony was very nice, very timely topic. I loved um, the uh, commencement speaker. George loved the commencement speaker. Um, emotions were actually pretty contained for most of the ceremony. Uh, what always gets me is an alma mater, and yeah. Indiana has a lovely alma mater. They got a little brass band playing, and um, I don't know. I, I know the ending of the alma mater is something like the glory of we're the glory of Indiana, hail to old IU, which I can barely say without kind of crying. Really? Um, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, I can hear it. It was beautiful. But um, in the middle of Indiana, in the middle of the alma mater song, there are two words that, as far as I know, nobody knows what they mean. And it's Gloriana, which I assume means glory. And then the second word is Frangipana. Okay, so I just today Googled that. Yeah. And I found a blog where a graduate student said that, so Frangipana is an almond filling. <laughs> I was. It seems like <laughs> an almond filling. In, yes, in bakery goods. And, and she asserts... Is that, do I use that correctly? That kids just you, try, were trying to think of something that rhymed with Indiana and just came up with that, and it ended up in the alma mater and stayed, and that is the truth. Like, that, that, that's all. It doesn't mean anything. Well, we've been... So that's, that's funny, man. I had I, I no idea that's, true, that's what that but meant. Yeah. 
that that's actually it's just, an almond it's, paste. You always wait for those two words because they're so weird. Well, not that the frangipana is really what we're talking about here. Right. So so it, <laughs> during the alma mater, while I'm I'm getting a little like you know lip trembly, you know, trying to contain like you know I'm not really crying. I'm just kind of like sniffly. I, it's it's cold and flu season. And um, George is close enough where right at the frangipana moment, he turns his head dramatically, looks at us, and says frangipana. And it was <laughs> probably my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments of the weekend. So um, really a great, great celebration. Um, really awesome. Yeah, and, and then we, we had a party at George's house. celebrated with family and yeah. friends and, and some really great stuff. Great party at George's house with Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So we went all in on so we that. So we had a taco bar and some marks. Yep. Yep. So that was all fun. Yeah, it was really fun, and then um, we that we stayed there for hours. And oh, then, many hours. Well, and this is note to parents, by the way, when there is a gathering and the kids are there, and you feel like there's a cue, like time for the parents to go, or if it's kind of like everyone's kind, the parents are kind of like, well, it's eight thirty. I think we better hit the crib, and you know the kids are going to be going out. Stick around another hour because you hang out with the kids for a little while when it's just the kids hanging out because I feel like consistently over the course of these four years, we've gotten to know some of these kids in ways that not everybody gets to know them. We got to hang out with Eric for so long yeah, and talk to great him conversations. and Noah and George and Tyler and uh, Grace and it was so fun. And then um, one cool thing about the way Bloomington is laid out in a lot of college towns, I think, is that, you know, the seniors all live in these houses, you know, in one area. And so people are walking by and it's like, hey, what's up? It's the crazy neighbor. You know, yeah. we're like talking to people and hugging people. And, oh, Blake's here. Wait on. It's yeah, a party. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people stopped by. It was fun. It was yep. really nice. And so, yeah, then we left about 1030 and then I had the, the ugly cry. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. The hug, the ugly cry was impressive because the surprising you, ugly cry at, at the back at the hotel. You don't have the ugly cry very often. No, it just hit me. And um, yeah, and 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 you added a little dimension to it, which is I've known you. We've been married twenty seven years. <laughs> it was new. Uh, yeah, the part that was new, the ugly cry. We all know what the ugly cry looks like, and Julie's looked a lot like that. <laughs> but. Picture the ugly cry with your head shaking no, like side to side slowly. <laughs> no, you, don't, you don't understand. Yeah. Like no. And you know, like, you know, oh honey, he's moving back to Chicago. He's gonna be with us. And then there's more no, more hate, more head shaking, more <laughs> ugly crying. It just hit me. Yeah. So. I yeah, I, I think it was just uh end of days. Just end of uh end of an era. End of the context. End of context of of you know, of college that it's been a blast. We, we as parents, have loved every minute of it. We've loved visiting Bloomington, Mom's Weekends, yeah. Dad's Weekends, all the other weekends we showed up. Yeah, we did a lot um, of weekends. We yeah. showed up for other kids' Mom's Weekends. And it feels a little <laughs> bit like, not really, because I know you're always their parent, and they're always your kid, and we're super close to George, and I don't really worry. And he's got, he's, he's got a job in Chicago. Yay. Right. But, um, you know, just one step further out of the parental context, right? I mean, and and, I, and they probably feel it a little bit too that they're, one, you know, they're, it's kind of an official maybe end to them being a kid, you know? Yeah, really, I, I, don't know, but, I don't know how in real time aware of it they are, although the later the, that evening got, the more I realized how this wasn't always linear for any of these kids and, and they don't even see it becoming linear going forward, right? It was... 
you know, um, graduation day always looks like this bright, shiny thing, right? You know, like in college, it looks like this bright, shiny thing that goes beautifully and perfectly. And this is part of our cultural problem for our young people is, right, that they're, they're expected to kind of go through, you, you talk about this a lot, Julie, go through the paces in a nice, linear, happy fashion. These are going to be the greatest four yeah, years yeah. of your life, and it's going to be, but we heard dissonance from everybody. There was no kid we talked to, including our own, where it was just four perfectly smooth years and everything was great. It's going to be jagged. It's going to be rocky. And even after that, it's going to be jagged and rocky. And, you know, and sometimes, so I love the celebration. I love the pomp and the circumstance, <laughs> but I think we have to recognize also that, it's just marking time. It's marking a moment, and um, and it's and it's a beautiful moment. It's a really cool moment, but it's not perfect. And 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 sometimes I think we overstate how how perfect it is. I, yesterday we tried to uh, we took a crack at recording this podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and it was I, I think it was we did a pretty good job, but I realized that I I'd had a very long day. I I think I'd had eleven clients yesterday, and. Um, and so I was experiencing this dissonance that I'm kind of feeling now where um, I get to see these thousands of kids over the weekend go through the ritual, right? The expected ritual at 21 or 22 where you hit this mark, right? Okay, I'm graduating from college, you know, like this is, this is the expected place to be. Yeehaw, celebration, parties, money, all sorts of things coming their way. Um, but I'm working with all these kids for whom the path is not so clean and linear and there isn't the frangipana moment you know yeah. <laughs> like and and, uh, and and so for parents grandparents anybody listening who is connected to a kid whose path might not be linear um, in this fashion, might not just go and hit the four-year mark and graduate. Well, and you and you you are so. Yesterday, you know, just to take a beat, you know, we we were both we were both we we still are. Oh my God, I'm I feel really weird. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I'm I have not even it hasn't even really sunk in what happened last weekend. I'm still processing it, um, of course, and so are you. But then you had this, you know, you had a really um, kind of strong emotional reaction to kind of the juxtaposition of that celebration mm -hmm. with what was going on with the kids you're connected to um, in your office who, you know, are not having such a bright, bright and shiny moment necessarily. Well, because you got to realize that every, every young person who's making it through in some way or another, in their own way, doing something maybe a little off the beaten path or, or needing that gap year or wanting that gap year, um, there's there's something just as mighty, if not more so, about that as there is the linear expected, you know, yeah. um, method. So, you know, those kids need to be celebrated as well. I wish there was frangipana. I wish there was pomp and circumstance for for those kids, but I think it's on us all to create that, to find ways to celebrate any kid who's going through anything, you know, um, who's finding their way. You yeah. know, and sometimes finding your way is working your way through college. Sometimes finding your way is like learning how to play the freaking drums. Right. So, you know, like go go with whatever is is working for the kid that you are connected with. And I think that's, you know, sometimes that's the more interesting, better story for that child. So don't dismiss it yeah. um, because um, the, the, the linear package, first of all, 
is never as pretty as it looks, right? So if we took each of these kids out of that stadium that graduated and we had them on this podcast and we interviewed them one by one. Which I want to do, by the way. <laughs> Not one by one, but I mean, but, we, but, we talked about like having kind of a recap, like highs and lows, you know, kind of advice for those, you know, coming up um, to but, maybe take that step. And the point is there are highs and lows. Yeah. You know, no, no path is linear and... That's good news. It's not that interesting, the right, linear path. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, it's it's the highs and the lows that make life interesting, and it's where our kids learn. Um, so, you know, um, uh, my my niece said to me in, in in a brilliant fashion on the porch the other night. She said, "This is a weird time because up until this moment, this day of my life." I've known what the next thing was going to be, you know, because I'm coming out of middle school, I'm coming yep. out of high school, I'm coming, I'm going to college, I know where I'm going to college, I know how this is going to go, I know what I'm going to major in, and then, boom, graduation day hits, and we have the celebration, and by that afternoon, she's already saying, I don't know what life looks like necessarily from here. No, I know. It's I, I uh, It's a little scary. Yeah, I cried the day I graduated from college, because I had no idea what was next. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel, it, it didn't feel triumphant at that moment to me. I, it, it felt, I don't know. I cried. <laughs> I was right. upstairs in my parents' bedroom I, and people were downstairs and I had my yellow skirt on, I remember, and <laughs> some kind of colorful top <laughs> and I was crying because I had no idea. And in contrast, I thought I knew it was coming. So I graduate from college and, you know, it's, uh, we have a blast of a weekend. Born in the USA is at the top of the charts. So we're listening to Bruce all weekend. I'm having a great time and I have a job lined up. And then July 28th rolls around and I walk into that job and I walk into the windowless, airless crypt with the paper easel that is my life now. <laughs> and within an hour, I remember thinking, Oh, dear God, this is it. This is adulting. This is what it looks yeah. like. Lord, help me. The good part's over. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's scary, too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, this isn't what I pictured. Yeah. I don't know what I pictured. I didn't take a moment. You know what I mean? And I, and I can speak for myself and say, I really didn't. Until that day, I didn't realize. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, I got a job with a good firm. This is going to be, what, fun? I don't know. Right. I didn't think about it, right. you know? It's kind of what you the, what you've been set up for from junior high, yeah, or can be. Success doesn't always look like we picture, like we want it to, but we've got to we've got to celebrate our kids when we have the opportunity. And I'm not suggesting the snowflake celebration. What's Rec- that? What do you mean? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what that snowflake. So thing the is, snowflake to be thing is kind of like, oh, aren't we all wusses? You know what I mean? But, but. One thing you realize when you do what I do is every kid is fighting a fight. Every kid is mighty, um, and you have to see and find the mighty in your kid and celebrate that. Well, so, yeah, I was just thinking about Milk, (laughs) Um, the story she was telling. So just Google Milk. Um, But she... Milk is a singer, by the way, not a dairy product. Yeah, mind-blowing singer-songwriter. But she, um, you know, her parents wanted her to be a doctor mm-hmm. or a lawyer, and she tried all that and, and um, finally had the guts to say, Mom, Dad, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to do music. And I'm, um, you know, so I'm, I'm leaving school, but I'm not coming home. <laughs> I'm going to L.A. So a lot of times 
you know, just realizing what doesn't resonate with you and saying so is what takes the most guts of all. A lot of our kids get caught in the supposed to's yeah. and the shoulds. Yep. And you said, like, um, it can break them. Oh, yeah. Not to get super solemn. No, <laughs> super no, but, but, but the, this, this is the truth. I mean, there's nothing that can break the spirit of a young person like the idea that they should do or be something they're not. I worked with a young man this week, um, just a beautiful kid who um, makes music, and but but he feels like he should be different socially, and he's <laughs> he's lovely and engaging and funny and kind, and um, and he should be doing better in school, and he should be making better music than he's making. And, you know, the more we lay this stuff on our kids, the shoulds, the, we're not lifting them up. This isn't, it doesn't, it doesn't present them with opportunity. It breaks them down so that they can't pursue it. You know what I mean? And, and just as, as a side note, this is nothing we talked about yesterday, but something we do talk about a lot. If your kid shows an interest or an affinity for something, and it's something that you don't know anything about, which is very possible these days because our kids know a lot that we don't know, or something that you don't particularly like or approve of or is it wasn't your path, um, I think a lot of us have this inclination out of fear yep. to say, ooh, no, go this way, yep. you know? But you want to make your story great? You want to you support a great story for your kid? Let them take the lead and follow them. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I support you in this. Let's see where it goes. Let's. Uh, I'm with you 100%. I don't get it, so you're going to have to teach me. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to rap, so you're going to have to teach me how to rap or how to make beats or how to write poetry or how to play basketball or whatever it is your kid is dreaming to do. Let them pursue that dream. And chances are, that's not the end product. Right. You know, chances are they might be heading in a very different direction, but let them follow their lead because that dream is probably going to lead to something that's right for them. There was a young guy um, I worked with very briefly a while back. And um, instead of going to college, right to college, he chose a gap year. And instead of going into some gap year cut and cut and dried experience, which there are many of, and I think gap years, by the way, are friggin' awesome. Do it if you're if you're thinking about it at all. Um, but this guy decided to do some wilderness experiences on his own. Went to Europe, um, hiked through parts of Europe, um, backpacked through the Americas in in alone. For the a Appalachian lot of the time, Trail, right? the Appalachian Trail, all the way from the south to the north, alone, and um, and finally comes to my office and says, "You know what? Everyone else is like way ahead of me. You know, they're like they're like sophomores or juniors already, and they're they're um, they're doing their pre-doctorate studies or they're uh, looking at jobs downtown. And look at me, you know." I've got a pair of hiking boots that are worn down and nothing else. I got nothing to show for any of it. And all I said to him was like, 
dude, you have all this great experience. Are you kidding me? You can always do college, but you know what you've done is extraordinary, and it's given you this vision for what you want your life to be. You know, yeah. So you, wa- yeah you said that he was very clear at. About exactly what he wanted to do with his life. He wanted to be a park ranger. I mean, there was no doubt about it. He wanted to be a park ranger. He wanted to do um, kind of um, service in that natural life arena. And And he said he wanted to live by a lake. Yeah. Yeah. So And who has that clarity at 23 years old, man? And it it just goes to show you that we can all, that everybody can think that everybody else has the answers. Yeah. You know, and, and nobody... Nobody does. No, no, no. <laughs> really, well, nobody, nobody does. <laughs> no, and that might sound um, discouraging, but the truth of the matter is that we are, every single one of us, we're a work in progress, and that is a beautiful thing. Like, yeah. you, we, Julie, you and I talk about this all the time, where how bummed we'd be if we knew the end of the story. Oh, of, yeah. Of I... our story, of George's story, of anybody's story, Right. It's always great to know, hey, there's a page to turn. There's right. a next chapter, and let's make it interesting and adventurous and cool and fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, yeah, that we're all a work in progress is everything to me, right? Well, and I like to think that we all have um, pages to turn, graduations in front of us, whether there's a cap and gown affiliated with that or not. So, So I think part of the point is celebrate the moments with your kids, whether they're wearing a cap and gown or not, and get into it. Get into it all the way. And, um, and for those of you who are graduating or who are moving into the next phase of your life, congratulations. Seriously, congratulations. What, what a big deal, man. Yeah. What a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And go kill it. Kill it in your own unique way. Put your mark on the freaking planet, man. Don't just go with the flow. Yeah. Go against it. <laughs> go against it when it makes sense. Um, and if you have some passage or a child in your life has some passage in his or her life um, that doesn't include a cap or gown or anything like that, do something cool to honor that too, right? Yeah. Let's honor our passages. So yeah. congratulations, class of 2018, whether you're wearing a cap or gown or hiking boots or whatever yeah. it is. Um, here's to you. Here's to you. Um, love you, honey. Love you. This is better. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time. Have a great week. We got through it without crying. <laughs>